0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner right here smack dab in the middle of Ventura, California with the Lind Group. Um, This week, we've got a good show. We're going to be talking quite a bit, um, as our usual theme always is, is, and that's about retirement income planning and the essentials and how to do that correctly and the things you need to be aware of. Because as I say in my book, as I say in life, when it comes to your retirement planning and your retirement income planning, hey, it's only your life savings and you only have one chance to do it correctly. So what's the big deal, right? But anyways, can't have a good show going here without my my good friend and co-host, here, Tony Shore. So Tony, thanks for joining us.
0: How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I've had a good week and I'm excited about today's show. Sounds like, good. Sounds like it's going to be a great one. And uh, I've just, you know, I've been crazy busy with the family, going to some graduation parties, uh, hanging out with the kids, getting some stuff done around the house. And work, of course, is keeping me busy, keeping me out of trouble. But how have you been? How's everything at the Lynn group, Michael?
1: Good, good, good. We're just super busy here. You know, it's been a it's been a busy handful of weeks in the world. There's certainly been a lot of politics, a lot of investment news, a lot of different things going on. You know, the other day McDonald's announced they're hiring two hundred and fifty thousand summer employees. Wow. Uh, So I was thinking about maybe taking that up for the summer. Um, But actually what caught me about the article that I thought was so interesting on CNBC was they're actually using Snapchat to acquire these people through the millennial group. So look at that technology at its finest.
0: That's awesome. I think that's fantastic.
1: So if any of our listeners need a summer job, McDonald's is a higher end.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they're always hiring, but yeah, wow, they're really kicking it down this summer. <laughs> um, that's interesting. And of course, on the other end of the economic spectrum, uh, retailers are not doing as well. Like the old school retailers, like Sears and Kmart, they closed another 70 some stores. All right. Bringing All right. this year's total of closed stores to like 160, something like that. Crazy. No, it's,
1: oh, it's incredible, you know. And they have the the whole death of the malls across the country yep. thing going on. Yeah, but you know what? It's tough. I I love Amazon personally. I like to buy stuff yeah, on Amazon. We buy junk all the time. Yeah, me and too. Unless it's some mission essential thing I need, like sour cream. You know, more often than not, I'm looking for it on Amazon because why expose myself to the world? Why have to get in my car and drive down the road and and all these things when this when my stuff can magically show up two days later. So we love Amazon, but you know what? I I think there's always going to be that element of people need to go places. There's always going to be the necessity. I think with like auto repair, home repair, things like that, where people, when you need something, you need something. Certainly yeah. with food. And to be fair, I think clothes are a toughie. I you know what? everybody's different, but for me, oh yeah, that's tough. Gosh, the idea of buying a pair of jeans online scares no, me because every time I pair on. T- Try them on; they they don't fit me ever. So, right. I like to go to the store and goof around a little bit.
0: So, yeah, clothes we'll see, we'll is a tough one. Shoe shoes, especially. I know it's popular now to order shoes from Amazon or Zappos or one of those store place online places, but I just can't do it. I, I've got to try on like jeans and shoes. I, I got to try them on. I, I got absolutely. I got to know how they look and feel oh. before I pay for them. That's, well, that's your
1: problem, Tony. You're just, you're just old. You're an old timer. You're old fashioned. I'm old school. You're old yeah. news. You gotta, you gotta get up with things here. I can't, you know? Ke- you know what?
0: I can't keep up with these kids today with their video games and their pacemakers. I can't keep up with them. <laughs>
1: their pacemakers. Oh. The, <laughs> n- next step, will be making our shoes with 3d printers at home. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I, Hey, I guarantee you somebody out there has made shoes or clothing with a 3d printer. Yeah. It's been done. Yeah. Shoes. So I guarantee it's been done. So yeah, 3D printing and all you need is a smartphone and a three D printer these days, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that seems to be where the technology is heading. But what are we talking about today? What types of things do you want to dig into?
1: Well, you know what? I've been spending a lot of time and doing a lot of research. I'm I'm in the the death thralls of writing my second book. Um and As always, you know, the theme is the first book that I wrote, The Wealth Puzzle, was really just a general overview of main concepts of financial planning and certainly retirement income planning. And I thought, you know, it covered a lot of ground. It just talked about some general ideas, the relationship with you and your money and starting how to organize some stuff. And so I decided that, you know what, that was a good over, 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 overview. That wasn't a repeating thing. I said that a number of times. Um... And so this next book that I've been working on is actually getting right down into the nuts and bolts of it and starting right in the very beginning and saying, hey, how do we want to formulate a typical retirement income plan? Where do we start and give me a step-by-step process that walks me through coming up with an end solution of something that I can use? And so not that it's uh, set in stone yet, but I've titled the book, How Your Financial Planner Has Failed You. Ouch. Ouch. Well, you know, it it sounds like an ouch, but I think the reality is, well, the reality. I've been working doing this stuff for 12 years. I've had hundreds of people come through my office. I've heard hundreds of different stories and heard hundreds of different scenarios and situations, perhaps maybe even thousands at this point. Um, But the theme is pretty universal. As much as there are people that do help you, that there are good quality financial professionals that do give you sound guidance, to be fair, a lot of the people that come into my office own investments and that's it. They have no real financial planning in place. They have no real plan in place. And when I was reading that or thinking about that when I was putting this book together, Obviously, anytime you do any type of real book project, you want to do a lot of research and understand things. And one of the things that I came across was Transamerica uh, has a whole research survey center and they did a big study and the study found that only 14% of retirees actually have a written down formal retirement plan. Mm. I thought, geez, that's a scary statistic, but it's really but it reinforces my title is most financial professionals aren't actually planning anything. They're helping you. They're facilitating something. They're helping you move your money around and purchase investments and things like that. But they're not truly giving you that template, that roadmap, that blueprint, whatever you want to call it, that guidance of how you take this money and you make it last the rest of your life in a very comfortable manner. Because remember when you're transitioning into retirement, You're now entering the distribution phase of your life. This is the time that you finally, you've been working your whole life. You've been accumulating, accumulating, saving all your money, doing all the things you're supposed to, being a good little boy and girl. And then you get to this distribution phase. And in a lot of respects, you're supposed to throw all of your money wisdom out the window and retool. And that's one of the hardest things I see with people is, hey, hooray, you've made it. Now we get to start spending all the money you're saving. And some people love that idea. But I would say the majority of people get very concerned about that. idea. It feels a little overwhelming. Hey, you know what? For 40 years I've been saving my money and now all of a sudden I'm supposed to spend it. Um, you know, that inherent fear creeps in that inherent concern and that's justifiable. You've been, you, you have strong habits from your accumulation phase of life. And so there's a lot of rewiring, a lot of reengineering and consideration that goes into helping people understand and build a proper retirement income plan and you know what, to be fair, that isn't about buying investments. You know, it's easy to take your money and go throw it in something because you're scared of the stock market or you're excited about the stock market or whatever your rationale is why you buy something, but really the core of what our planning process does here at the Lind Group focuses on the template of retirement income planning. Cuz look, your whole life, you walk out the front door, right? Mm-hmm. You get in your car, you get on the train or whatever you do. You get to work, you work your caboose off all day long, and you really do that for one main reason, right? Well, the main reason you're supposed to do that is to generate income. Now you have this paycheck that comes into the household. Now with your paycheck, hooray, you're saving for retirement. You're paying your bills, you're paying your mortgage, you're paying for your kids stuff. You're enjoying some life, hopefully in between, you know, you're used to that process of you go, you put sweat equity into generating a paycheck. The whole concept of retirement is almost the opposite of that. You still need that same paycheck in retirement. You still need to pay your bills. You still need to probably now give money to the kids and grandkids. You still need that. The difference is you don't want to go out the front door and find it anymore. That's what retirement income planning is all about. How do we maintain our paycheck in retirement at a comfortable level, considering taxes, considering inflation, and all the challenges that we might run into?
0: Yeah, without working. How do you do all that? Right. That Sounds a doubt. awesome. Yeah. 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 It does. If you, can, if you can pull it off. And with your help, you can. And it, you need to have a plan. That's how you pull it off. And you can help us with this plan. And we have to take a quick break here, Michael. But before we do, tell us how you can help us and how we can uh, take advantage of that and maybe even get a copy of your last book or this new book. Absolutely. Done.
1: Well, and and that's what we're doing. We're going to be giving out 100 of our new books once they're ready. I'm hoping here by the beginning of August, somewhere in there. So if you want to be on the list of uh, getting a free new book signed by Mike Mansfield, yours truly, then give our office a call 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Uh, just give your, give your name to us. We'll get you on the list. Then we'll get you in once the books are ready and be more than happy to, to get those out to you. But remember, the emphasis of where we start, as certainly myself as a certified financial planner, is to organize the big picture, is to create an income plan. How do you get those paychecks coming in in a very comfortable manner? Our emphasis is not selling investments, even though we do investment management and use insurance products and all of that stuff, that is not the priority. Priority one is making sure that you have a written, tangible plan that you are not a part of that Trans-America 14% statistic that most people don't have that. So give us a call, 805-500-7035. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D.
0: Well, that's awesome. And I think our listeners need to take advantage of that and meet with you, the complimentary consultation with no cost, no obligation. Just give him a call. What's that phone number one more time, Michael?
1: Yeah, Tony, that's uh,
0: 805-500-7035. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. The Wealth Puzzle of Fiduciary Guides to Proper Retirement Planning by Michael J. Mansfield from The Lynn Group. If you're like most of our clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease the financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. That is exactly why Michael decided to author his very own book. The Wealth Puzzle, A Fiduciary's Guide to Proper Retirement Planning, will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 805-500-7035 or visit thelindgroup.com to receive your copy today. And welcome back to segment two of Financially Tuned with our host, Michael Mansfield of the Lynn Group, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Michael, you've been talking to us about the importance of retirement income planning and why you need that roadmap to navigate retirement. And you've mentioned it's really important to make sure you're working with a financial professional who has your best interests in, at heart and best needs in mind, right?
1: Absolutely, Tony. I mean, isn't that isn't that hands-on? I think the, the challenge is, and this goes back to, maybe I can equate this to like the medical services and things like that. Oftentimes when we engage a financial professional, we're engaging some type of generalist. We're going and seeing our primary care physician with our finances. And, Essentially, we ask them all kinds of questions, you know, help me with college planning, help me with this, help me with that. And and oftentimes the financial professional is is doing everything they can to engage you on any level that you might need help. And I think that's part of the challenge is think about if you got diagnosed with cancer. Ouch. Are you? Are you going to go meet with your physical therapist and talk to him, or go meet no. with your, you know, primary care physician and, and try to get in the depth with him? No, you're going to do your research. You're going to find the best stinking cancer doctor yes. on this planet that you have access to, and you're going to go see them. Now, when you're talking to your cancer doctor. Are they saying, oh, is your back hurt? Maybe we should talk to the PT guy. Oh, oh you got a cold last week? Yeah. Do they talk about any of that stuff? No, no. No, they do laser surgery on exactly what your problem is yep. and they give you the most appropriate, most effective solutions. Yep. All of our listeners that are approaching retirement, nearing retirement, in retirement, you need a distribution phase income planning financial professional. Mm. That is a very specific order. Yeah. That's not a generalist. That is someone that focuses on these things. Because remember, financial professionals do all kinds of things. Maybe they like to help millennials. Maybe they like to help small businesses. Maybe they like to consult on, um, you know, consumer debt. Um, you know, maybe they like to help with with startups. You know, there's so many different areas in the financial services industry that you can't just work with a generalist anymore. You're in an area where you need the most exact, most laser Cut perfect vision of of information, and that's what we're talking about here. Is you need to find a specialist that focuses on retirement income planning. I focus on retirement income planning. This is my core emphasis. I don't help small businesses. I don't help with all those other things that we we're talking about. My core emphasis is helping people understand and maximize the concept of retirement income and cash flow planning. Think about it. I always I always kind of start with the the, the big analogy. I think you've heard this analogy before, Tony. So I, I, I may ho- I have. Hope, no, hit us with it. I, I hope not to bore you. All right. Everybody, close your eyes. Think about your investment accounts. And this this will be confusing at first, but do your investment accounts remind you of a monster truck, a smart car, or a Toyota Camry? Tony, go.
0: Um, Camry. <laughs> wow, that's good. That's the
1: right answer already. I I'm told you the first this before. <laughs> well, that's confusing. So what happens is... When you're designing a retirement income plan, think about a car. What would you want your retirement income plan to look like? You know, what is the retirement vehicle that you choose to drive in? You know, do you want it to be in a monster truck? It might be cool and exciting. Your friends are think it's entertaining. But I can tell you what, the, the ride isn't very well. The gas mileage stinks. Um, you know, if you get a flat tire, good luck. You know, conversely though If your retirement vehicle looks like a smart car You kind of have the different things going on You might have great gas mileage but, But I hope a bicyclist doesn't run into you um, You know, <laughs> yeah, it could well, be all over. Yeah. You know, typically when we think about the big picture of our retirement plan, we want something efficient, something effective. And that's why I kind of joke with the Toyota Camry. Hey, here's a reasonably sized car. It gets good gas mileage. It's got good repair ratings. It's got good reviews. It's got good safety. You know, it's a very stable, efficient, reasonable, successful retirement plan vehicle. That's kind of what we want to do. The problem is, is how do you design a car? Do you design a car, Tony, by starting by shaping the wheels and tires? No. No, you don't. You, they, when they design cars, they kind of get these big blocks of clay, and they sit there, and they yeah. shape them and mold them, kind of based on what the specs are. If they say, hey, we need a sports car, we're going to shape a sports car. If we need a truck, we're going to shape a truck. So if you need a efficient, successful retirement vehicle, we're going to start shaping that kind of a vehicle as a big picture, Mm. but we're certainly not going to start with the details. We're not going to shape the wheels. We're not going to worry about the trim yet. Um, Those aren't the priorities. The priority is what the big picture looks like. I always think of this analogy when I consider people purchasing investments. People are far too common to use a financial professional to purchase an investment and then later figure out how that investment fits into the portfolio. So if you take all your money out of your 401k, this big giant bucket of money, and boom, you throw it into some giant investment, whether that's the stock market, whether that's an annuity, whatever whatever that thing is. Well, how does that investment, that amount of money, that type of investment, tool, how does that fit into the big picture of your retirement plan? I would argue that you accidentally put monster truck tires on your Toyota Camry. It's too wonky. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fit anywhere in the plan. And the same thing happens with small accounts. You know, I've heard this time and time and time again, is that when people see small accounts, they call it the low hanging fruit from you because they say, oh, this person won't care about this $23,000 over here. Let's go ahead and take that and invest that for them. Um, but once again, that's like putting smart car tires on your Toyota Camry. Yeah, the It might still get down the road, but it's not going to work very efficiently. You have to design the big picture retirement vehicle. You have to know what you want out of it. You have to know what you're trying to accomplish. And then the size of investments, the type of investments, all of those things make total sense. You really have to do that. So look, you have to be vigilant about the size of the tires you put on your retirement vehicle. You have to ask questions to financial professionals when they're moving money for you and establishing new accounts. What questions should you ask? Um, let's think about this. Why are you recommending this type of investment vehicle to me? You know, why do I even need this kind of an investment? Please help me understand that. Right. Why do you feel that this amount of money in this kind of investment uh, helps my overall retirement goals? So there's some basic, obvious questions that we have to ask people. Mm -hmm. I think all of that really boils down to, once again, what we were saying earlier, Tony, and that is you need to find a specialist in what you do.
0: And why, though, do we need to be concerned about who we have as a financial advisor, and what do we need to be on the lookout for?
1: Well, thanks for that, Tony. You know, let me just start by saying I hate these half-hour shows. They go so quickly, and I feel like there's so much that we need to talk about for people. But, but you know, we're gonna wrap up on this one pretty quick here, anyways. Hey, look, times are changing, people. You know, the Department of Labor enacted some new laws um, that just came into place recently that'll be formally in place by the first of next year that are are interesting. See, in the past, we could really argue there is a fundamental difference between what we call the stockbroker and insurance agent being a suitability standard advisor, meaning they can sell you kind of whatever they want as long as they just do some very basic question asking and analysis and don't sell you anything illegal. Right. And then, and then there was the investment advisor representative, also known as the fiduciary. And the fiduciary, he operated or she operated at a higher standard. They had to do a full analysis. They needed to understand you, your risk tolerance, your goals. They needed to create the plan. They needed to show that you were purchasing investments based on what was in your absolute best interest and your best needs. And so there was always that distinction in the past of, hey, man, you should work with a fiduciary. Which is always good, common, practical yeah. sense. Once again, you're dealing with your life savings. You only got one chance to do this correctly, so you should probably try to find the most qualified folks. But hey, the Department of Labor has kind of mandated that, you know, moving forward here, basically everybody's a fiduciary. Um, and that's tough because, you know, it's the... If everybody's a fiduciary, who's really a fiduciary, I guess is the question. Right. Um, we have to be more conscious about that we have to be a little more vigilant in the past we said hey ask are you working with a fiduciary yay or nay if so then hooray you're on the right track but now that everybody is going to be going around with the uh the fiduciary name badge on their on their shirt doesn't necessarily mean they're acting as a fiduciary that's something you have to be conscious of so you got to ask more questions and i think I've been, I was writing down this week, you know, what are some questions that I would want to ask my financial professional to better understand who they are and how they help me since I can't rely on the word fiduciary as much anymore since now that's a blanket statement right. for everybody in the industry. Right.
0: So you're, you're you thinking know. about questions that we should ask the financial professional to see if we want to work with them. Yeah, and, uh, do absolutely. these Do these questions like, What's your favorite pizza? Who's your favorite band? Those types of questions, or what type of questions are we I talking guess if about?
1: If you're if you're trying to date your financial professional, those could be good. <laughs> um, yeah. Or if you just like them so much, you want know, to make sure you're getting them good gifts during the holidays. Oh, right? there you note, go. N- note to everybody. Yeah. Um. No, we want to focus on on the the qualities that make them who they are. You know, number one, do they have experience? You know, it's one thing to have experience it's one thing to have education it's one thing to have both so you want to start understanding that template of those things what type of experience do they have how long have they been doing this what 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 do they quote unquote specialize in in the industry obviously the nature of their securities or insurance licenses what what types of licenses do they carry what you know how long have they had those licenses for I really like the idea of formal education. See, one of the things that I have always been a steward of and that's education. You know, I just wrapped up my my master's of business administration specifically in individual financial planning through California Lutheran University. I love education. Before that I spent 2 years studying to become a certified financial planner. I have, you know, more formal education than most people as much as having experience in the industry. So, Formal education, I think, is very important to me because you know what I learned when I was in educational programs? What's that? I learned a lot. I learned how to help people. I learned all the basics that a securities license and an insurance license never taught me. How do you create a budget? How do you understand investments? So just because someone has a license doesn't mean they have the appropriate education to help you. Um, Things to be considered of. Obviously, going above and beyond that, do they have any certifications? Do they have any designations that would additionally qualify them to be giving you the best investment advice? I mean, even as a certified financial planner, it is expected that you go through a a pretty major educational program. You sit for a bar level exam, you have to do a lot of real continuing education, unlike your securities and insurance licenses. Um, And, you know, there's a lot there. So, those types of certifications and designations would offer a lot of value.
0: Yeah. Important. How is your, I know we've got to wrap up here yep. in a
1: second, Tony, but you know, one, one more thing, couple more things here. You know, how is this financial professional, how are they committed to the industry? What have they done for their profession that shows their level of commitment to it? I mean, like I said, I'm wrapping up my second book solely on individual retirement income planning. I love this. I'm focused on it. I have laser vision on helping people with retirement income planning. So much that I would spend my time at night when I should could be doing other things, writing books and trying to figure out ways to educate people. What are the things that your financial professional are doing to show their commitment to the profession. And then finally, what makes them an expert in the area that you need? Remember today's topic, income planning. You need a distribution phase income planning yes. financial planner.
0: Yep. And then you that, need that. That's the bottom line right there. Well, you know that's what? That's the bottom line. We're out of time, oh, Michael. Ooh. Why don't you give that uh <laughs> phone number and web address. One more time before we have to Yeah, go. absolutely.
1: So anybody, obviously give us a call at 805-500-7035. This week we're starting a list of 100 names of people that will give away a, a free complimentary book of my, my new book coming out, How Your Financial Planner Failed You. Hopefully should be available here pretty quickly by August. But give us a call, 805-500-7035. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. LIND is L-Y-N-D. You can see my other book on there. You can read about us. You can set up some time for a complimentary consultation. Uh, Just one last note, we are having a Social Security workshop in August, so call our office. Those do fill up pretty quickly. So if you want your Social Security uh, overview, then you got to get on the list for that, too. 805-500-7035.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. Great show today. Thanks, listeners, for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield of The Lind Group. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.